We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now stay with a fan for this special program. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good. What a game tonight in 10 innings. The Brewers take this one. Game one of the three-game weekend set, 2-1 to one the final, and I have three words for you. Rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. Last time we talked, I ended the show with the same three words. On Wednesday, when rowdy, rowdy, rowdy hits a three-run home run to give the Brewers the lead late in that game, and he does it again tonight as, again, um, a great baseball game. It really was. And this one screamed this one screamed playoff game right from the start. You knew it when these two teams stepped in uh, the same building. You knew that these were two of the best teams in the National League. You didn't quite know how it was going to shake out necessarily, but you knew both teams had good pitching. That team over there has... Uh, Pretty good home run stroke going so far this year. The Brewers' offense has been a little bit better as of late. And uh, a couple of good pitchers going at it. And that came to fruition here as the uh, both starting pitchers had outstanding nights. Corbin Burns in this one, seven innings of one-run baseball to keep his team in position to win the baseball game. And Brent Suter, unsung hero uh, in that 10th inning. You know, You know, the more we do this extra inning thing, the more that, uh, you know, I like it, I, I understand it's probably going to go away next year, but I, they should do some more conversating about this, that uh, it is a huge situation for these relievers with a man on second base and nobody out. It, it really is. And so Brent Suter does the job. Devin Williams going backwards in the ninth. Uh, Brad Boxberger in that uh, eighth inning. And the Brewers do just enough offensively to get the victory this was a huge game, a huge win for this baseball team. It was. And it's it's about time someone, you know, I, again, it's nice to give credit a little bit to the other guys, and I fall victim to this too. Hey, Giants are a good baseball team. I, I understand that, and I get all that. But at some point, 
How about giving your Brewers some credit as well, saying, hey, the Giants, there's a little more pressure on them. They're coming in here, and they need to get it done in here at this place, in Milwaukee, on the road, for a team that's just you know, having a great season. And I like that a lot. I'm, I'm you know, again, it's, it's, all, it's all hype heading into the series. But once you get into that game one, which was 7-10 first pitch here, you know, I'm done with that. It's, it's time to flex a little muscle here to the rest of the National League that this is a viable, legitimate, deep run, if not World Series, viable baseball team. It is. I think, I think we're all starting to know that. We, we in Milwaukee here, I think, are uh, at that point now. But I don't think they are around the, around the league. I mean, it's just praise after praise after praise after praise of the San Francisco Giants. I got a bunch of old guys putting it together for a season. Okay, fine. Give them a little credit. But let's not go too crazy here. Brewers with the victory, 22 games over 500. 22 at 66 and 44. How about that one, folks? Want to get your reaction here as the Brewers get it done. Unfortunately, if you haven't heard the news, another addition to the COVID list, that is Adrian Hauser, and technically two added to the COVID list as uh, Yandel uh, Gustave uh, was a close contact IL, but now he's a positive IL. So I believe that makes the total nine players so far this year. Adrian Hauser and Eric Lauer, the latest uh, additions to that list. And they're going to have to make some you know, roster uh, moves here uh, heading into game two tomorrow. Maybe we'll get more on that from Craig Council as we move along here. We'll get to our uh, game recap. We'll hear from Craig Council, as always. And I'm sure we'll hear from Corbin Burns and probably Rowdy Telez as he gets it done. Ain't no way they're, they're sending him. Now, he does have an option. Ain't no way they're sending him to Nashville once everybody gets back going and healthy. There's just no chance of that, right? I mean, we've been surprised before uh, on this. But, I mean, he's got to stay. I mean, you talk about Willie Adamas having some energy. You talk about Escobar being a good clubhouse fit. How about we start giving praise to Rowdy Telez uh, as he is, is fitting in just right nice here. Uh, let me uh, go over some of the numbers for uh, Rowdy Telez. Coming into this game in a Brewers uniform, hitting 340, 18 of 53 with five homers and 16 RBIs in 21 games. Before getting here in 50 games, just 209, four homers and only eight RBIs. There's just with an offensive team that has been known to struggle this year, when you do have lightning in a bottle there, because, okay, fine. If you, if you don't like that uh, phrase or definition, lightning in a bottle for Rowdy Telez, that's okay. I get it. But it's, it, you know, based on his numbers coming in here from Toronto, that's what you've got right now. Now, is he long-term? I, you know, I don't know. Let's, let's deal with that down the line. But you can't argue with these numbers. In a Brewers uniform, coming into today's game, 3-4-0, 18 of 53. Five homers and 16 knocked in. Now 17 knocked in. And those th- tonight was a huge, 
Huge RBI for Rowdy, 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 33,000. Rowdy fans at American Family Field. It's Tim Allen. There's uh, my main man, Mayor Mitch. And, you know, based on those numbers, Mitch, there's just and, – and the sort of clutch that Rowdy Telez has, you, you, can't, you can't even think about sending him down. Uh, no, not, not at this point. I mean, the guy has been <laughs> – I mean, he bailed you out on Wednesday. He kind of bailed you out tonight. Dude's been been unbelievable since he since he came here, and he's he's done everything that that David Stearns uh, I think has could have dreamt from. This guy was was a top prospect though at one time, and and you know he never really I guess got comfortable. Uh, they were talking on the broadcast tonight on on uh, Bally Sports Wisconsin about his some of his uh, kind of inner demons uh, the last couple of years. I think his mom passed away and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, the story yep. continues to grow uh, of Rowdy Tellez. Yeah, it's it is very reminiscent of the Bobby Portis thing. For whatever reason, uh, this sort of energy propels a baseball player or a basketball player to just do a little bit better. You just have a little better feel, a little better uh, swagger or confidence or mojo going, and that's what's happening with Rowdy Tellez. And you guys, as as Brewers fans, I know y'all weren't out there uh, tonight. Thirty three thousand were, but. You know, over the weekend, if you plan on going, keep it up. Keep it up because it does impact baseball games. And Craig Council and a lot of other baseball players have been acknowledging that more and more in the last decade, that the fans do impact baseball games. Has an effect. It really does. And I think that it had an effect. Mitch on Bobby Portis. It did. It just came out of Everyone just started chanting Bobby for whatever reason, and he played his role and 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 look what happens, and it propels him to do a little bit better. And it's crazy. It's, it, you didn't even have fans a year ago today. I mean, you didn't. You played sixty games without fans, and we kind of thought, oh, we're just happy to have games back and, and be able to watch sports and entertain ourselves. And now you have a, a rockin' Miller, or excuse me, American Family Field, all in his name, basically. And uh, basically, it's 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 just it's a hell of a story. It it really is. Yes, and it's getting better. And that's the thing. That's the thing about special seasons. They're made of all these, uh, you know, compiled special stories. The Willie Adamas move in May, what a great story that is. Everyone continues to talk about that. You know, the, the, all the injuries early in the season. Everyone just points to these stories, but they've, they've overcome a lot of these things. The COVID now. And again, we wish everybody the best health. But if you're going to get racked with uh, COVID positives, You'd rather have it when you're playing against, a, you know, a bunch of teams like Pittsburgh and Chicago. And that's what's happening. Those special sort of that, that timing, you know, it, it, it's better now than it would be on September 24th. And I've said that a couple of times now. And again, we don't want anyone, you know, sick or whatever, but, uh, you know, the, the, the health of the, the individual is probably the main thing. But again, if we're just talking baseball and the injured list, Probably now is the timing to get this thing through. And Craig Council made a comment prior to the game today, guys, and, and it's an interesting point. We're now at the return of some of the guys from the COVID list. So Christian Yelich being, being the one of them. We had Corbin Burns earlier this year, of course. But in terms of the, the, these, uh, this list of players, you know, Yelich is at the front end of the returns for these guys on COVID. So that's good. That's, that's all a good thing as uh, the Brewers get the uh, victory tonight, a walk-off victory in 10 innings as Rowdy Telez and the cult hero 
that is Rowdy Telez in Milwaukee. It continues as the Rowdy chants are just amazing. Kind of chilling, guys. It really is. We are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Uh, it's Tim Allen and a two-to-one victory. Want to get your reaction on this? as Corbin Burns again gets it done. And this is the thing. I don't know what you guys thought heading into this series. I was hearing way too much love about the San Francisco Giants. And to a degree, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, But to a degree, let's let's just lay off and let's start giving the Brewers a little more credit than this dripping love affair with, uh, with the San Francisco Giants here. Come on. We, we, we need to do it, start at home first, and that's, you know, give these guys some credit. They match up. How about that? They match up well against the uh, National League West. 20 and 6. Who would have thought that? Now, again, you do have Arizona and Colorado out there, but you've got the L.A. Dodgers, the San Diego Padres, and the San Francisco Giants, along with the, the Arizona Diamondbacks and Rockies, and you are, are now 20-6 and six head-to-head against that West. That bodes well. The other thing that bodes well is you felt pretty good heading, or at least I did, felt pretty good heading into this series against the Giants. You've got Woody and Burns going. You could be playing God, and I think you'd be in that game, or at least those two games, one of the two. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's hear the highlight at the front end, just because it's so cool to hear on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Mitch, if we can, we could just let's let's do a juxtaposition here, and let's go instead of the game recap starting in the first. Let's start it in the tenth, shall we? We can do that. Let's do it. One two pitch to Les down the line, a fair ball, and this is going to win it for the Blue Crew. The legend of Rowdy continues. <laughs> Listen to that. That's just amazing. It, it really is. You heard the Rowdy chants earlier in the game, and, man, he comes through and wins the ball game for you. Brewers get the game one victory. Uh, two to one the final in ten innings. Brewers now in extra frames are now – uh, nine and seven in the 16 extra frame games as, uh, again, they get a victory. And, again, I, I point at this only because I'm a scoreboard watcher. I am, and I always have been from day one, game one of a season. You guys know that. A lot of people think that's ridiculous, and they think I'm foolish for doing that. Well, that I can't change that. I can only do what I do. And the more frustrating, most frustrating team in the National League has to be the Cincinnati Reds. What more can they do? I mean, literally, they're playing good baseball. Brewers just happen to be playing better. And uh, they still maintain a seven-game lead in the National League Central with a 2-1 to victory here. Uh, on a walk-off in, in 10. Let's get to our game recap. Want to get your reaction here. Now, Christian Yelich, for all intents and purposes, is going to be activated tomorrow. And uh, where would you bat him in the order? I wanted to discuss that tonight as we move along in the show. We're going to hear from Craig Council right about now. It's a good place to be in Milwaukee. You did have some rain showers moving in uh, and through, so they're, they're pretty much gone now. But you, you've got a huge game between the Brewers and the Giants. 
you've got State Fair going on just right up the road. And you've got right about now, Chris Young is taking the stage. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Mitch. Are you Chris Young, a uh, country artist? He's a pitcher in baseball, right? Or he was. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of them. Yeah, a couple actually. Of them. No, n- uh, not 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 music wise. The big Nothing. time act in the country music industry, okay. and, and uh, that game or that concert did not get rained out. So he he's going full bore right now. Sarah Evans opened up for him at State Fair, but uh, a, a big night in in Milwaukee as. Um, the Brewers get the victory in game one. Let's get to our game recap. This was this was a playoff game, guys. That's exactly what you saw. And you may see this again down the line here. I mean, again, Corbin Burns uh, took the hill at 7-10. Burns did give up a leadoff base hit, and he was uh, over at third base by the end of that frame in the first. Uh, there was an, uh, an error on Telez on an Aaron pickoff throw, but no runs. Brewers didn't score as well in the bottom of the first. Burns starting to settle in in that second inning, a one-two-three frame. A couple of strikeouts there, and the Brewers play from the lead bottom of the second inning after an Escobar strikeout. Avi Garcia worked his count full and gave the Brewers the lead. Here's a 3-2. Garcia leans down on one, sends it deep. That ball's got a chance. Hey, it's gone. Oh, the strength of Avi Garcia. Fooled on the pitch. Never mind, he barreled it up. 19th home run of the season. It's 1-0 Brewers. Steady Freddy is Avi Garcia, as uh, you just heard on Bally Sports Wisconsin his 19th on the campaign. Rowdy Telez a double, Taylor a walk. After that, Lorenzo Cain thrown out on a ground out, and Corbin strikes out to end that frame. But, you know, they clear the pitcher in the second inning, take the lead, all things looking good there. Both teams, a base runner in the third inning, but neither one scored. Uh, Burns allowed a walk in that frame. Adamas a one-out base hit. Neither team scores in the fourth inning. Yastrzemski with a great catch off Rowdy Telez. I mean, that that really, really was a nice catch by Yastrzemski. But uh, fifth inning, same thing. One zip into the sixth inning. And that's when Brandon Bell changed that with a solo home run off Corbin Burns. That tied the game. Uh, Burns, he did allow a couple of more base runners in that inning, but just that one run, that was key. He had runners at second and third uh, with one in and two outs, and I really thought that was a huge moment in this game. Uh, I mean, he gives up a base hit or let alone a, you know, Giants, like I said, hit hit a bunch of homers, let alone a three-run home run. But that was big for uh, Burns to muscle out of that trouble in the sixth inning. Brewers in order in the sixth inning. 11 consecutive set down by the Giants starter Webb on nine strikeouts in his performance. Burns coming back out there for the seventh inning. Good for you, Craig Council. A one-two-three frame. So for Corbin today, uh, seven innings, he allows four hits, one earned run. Did walk a man and struck out only five in the performance, but seven innings of one-run ball, that's what you're getting out of Corbin Burns. That's what you're getting out of Brandon Woodruff. That's what you're getting out of Freddie Peralta. That's why you're going to win your fair share of games just like this. Good start for the Brewers offense in the seventh inning. A leadoff walk by Avi, but double play off the bat of Telez. Strikeout to Taylor. 
maintains the 1-1 game. Boxberger in the eighth inning, a scoreless frame. Brewers empty in their half of the eighth inning, although Lorenzo Cain did have another infield single. He's been making a living off that lately. Bryant makes a great play to end that frame, and just now the game's intensifying. I mean, you're at 1-1 in the seventh, 1-1 in the eighth. Both uh, both of these managers go into their guns, uh, late-inning relievers, and it didn't surprise me that uh, both teams were held off the scoreboard. Uh, ninth inning, Devin Williams, a two-out base hit, but scoreless to the bottom of the ninth. Jake McGee, Brewers go in order. Manny Pena pinch hitting for Omar Narvaez there. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, no, 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 but he did it. And three pitches and sit down Manny Pena. So it went into extras, into the 10th inning. And as I said it to start the show, we got to give some love to Brent Suter. That's a tough situation for these relievers in extra frames these days with the runner at second, nobody out. But a strikeout, a line out, and another strikeout. Brent Suter did the job. That was big time for the Brewers' left-hander. Now the Brewers get their shot in the 10th inning. Runner at second base is Avi Garcia. Rowdy, rowdy, rowdy to Les at the plate. 33,000 looking for something special tonight. And Rowdy has another moment in a Brewers uniform. One-two pitch to Les. Down the line! A fair ball! And is going to win it for the Brew Crew. The legend of Rowdy continues. That is cool. Right there on Bally Sports, Wisconsin. 414-799-1250. How big a win was this? I think it allows you to have a little uh, wiggle room. You got Woody going tomorrow. You've got two shots at these guys to take the series. I'm not saying that that's your goal right now. Your goal is to to win tomorrow and then see what happens on Sunday. But this was a huge win in that regard. You set a little bit of a tone for the series. You sent a little message to the rest of the National League and certainly the San Francisco Giants. We can go toe-to-toe with you guys. You guys getting all the love because you're looking down at the Dodgers and Padres. You guys are getting a lot of love. Understandable in some regard in these parts? Uh-uh. Time to start swinging yourself around here if you're, you're a brewer. And they did just that. A 10-inning, 2-to-1 victory. You want to get your reaction on this win. Additionally, Christian Yelich now... I had this conversation with Sparky and, and Leroy Butler earlier today. I want to get your reaction on where and what you would do with Christian Yelich when he's active tomorrow. Where do you put him in the lineup? This team offensively seems to be gelling. Uh, it's cycling through. There's some pretty good chemistry here going. And where would you put him once he's activated tomorrow? If indeed he is, which you know looks more than likely uh, that he will be. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Huge victory for the crew. Another one as they beat the Giants game one of a three-game set, 2-1 final. We'll be right back here on The Fan. 1-2 pitch to Les. Down the line! A fair ball! And this is going to win it for the Brew Crew! The 
legend of Rowdy continues. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Yeah, you guys coming out of American Family Field, how was it inside? Because it sounded like a party going on there late. Welcome back, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with our friends at Great Lakes Dragway, 414-799-1250. Want to get your reaction on a huge win. This is a huge win. This, um, you know, they, 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 they're tested, and that's what this is. Now, I didn't, I didn't appreciate a couple of errors in this game, but... For the most part, this this was a playoff style and playoff field game, and you probably will see a, a matchup like this. And we we may have said the same thing about the Mets, and you know we we know that um, you know you keep keeping on here, you won't have to worry about a, a one game wild card game. So those are all good things. But Corbin Burns did what he was supposed to today. Seven innings of one-run baseball, and you cannot argue with anything in there, including the belt homer. By the way, that's your fault, Corbin. You kept shaking off Omar on that. You're, you're the one that chose that pitch, buddy. But they come back, and Rowdy Telez, what, what more can you say? It's just another of the stories in a special season, the 21 championship season. Oh, boy. Uh you know, there were some ahead of uh, Ron here, but I'm going to go to Ron just because he was coming out of uh, American Family Field. Ron, how was it inside the park tonight? Hey, Bill. Uh, it was it was crazy. My boy, Rowdy. Oh, I love Rowdy. Blue Jay guy, like, coming over, and he's, he's been an animal. Been an animal. Yes, he has. All right. Thank, thanks for the call. See, this, that's how it is. Okay. Uh, there's Mayor Mitch. My name is Bill Allen. And uh, we'll go <laughs> to Nate. A party indeed at, yeah, uh, at yeah, American Family is. Field. <laughs> Nate, you're next on the fan. What's going on, Nate? What's going on, Tim? Um, this, is, this, is a, this is a series that I've been looking forward to for a while. Uh, due to the fact that I knew we were a good team, and um, this will this will be measure up to what we got to compete with for the, for the playoffs. And man, they handled it very well. Um, that guy Rowdy Tellez, man, I, he, I don't know what to say about him. He's just he's just a great ball player. Um, it's going to be some tough decisions um, having to be made. I don't pity David Stearns at all right now. You know what, Nate? I think their intentions when they acquired Rowdy Telez for Trevor Richards and, and another minor leaguer, I, I think their intentions were they were um, they they seized the advantage of him having an option, so they could send him back and forth just in case. I think that was their intention because they were just you know try, trying to bridge the gap to you know who, and that's that's Vogelback and 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 or Travis Shaw and or Ryan Braun or something like that. So they're trying to bridge the gap there. But, you know, sometimes y- you-, you hit a home run and, y- and you didn't expect it. And I think that's what's occurring. That's, uh, th- there's no way. There's just no way anytime soon they're exercising an option on Rowdy Teles. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and um, 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind being in this position. It's better than being in a position where you got to try to find somebody to play first base um, that's not doing well or something like that. So I'm just, man, I'm just enjoying the ride. Um, and then to your question earlier about Christian Yelich, um, I think you, I think you have to put him in the two or three hole just, just to for him to come back. Um, put put uh, Escobar behind him, and just let just let the Willie Adamas in front of him and Escobar behind him. That gives him some cover, you know. What some I mean? protection, yeah. Yeah, because right now um, it's a little bit of Christianos, but it's also like, okay, we don't really have to pitch for Christianos because it's I don't we not that they don't fear anybody behind him, but it's no threat behind him. This Escobar guy. Um, he's a, he's a he's a real he's a real great player. That's why I wanted him from um, from the beginning. You yeah. put him behind Christian Yelich, throw throw Omar behind him, Avi. That man, that's that packs a punch right there. And Being it thickens the lineup. It lengthens that lineup out. I mean, it's it's pretty deep now when you think about it with Wong, Adamas, Omar, and then you've got <laughs> Avi. And Escobar and Rowdy Telez, there's six of them. I didn't even say Yelich. I mean, there's six. You know what? Yelich and Canes, these two guys are throw-ins on this lineup now. Yeah, you got Kane batting. The experience to know, the experience you're going to get from Kane in the if hole is, he knows, hey, I got a pitcher behind me, so I'm not going to do really – I can – be a little bit more aggressive. I know when to clear the pitcher's hole, when yep, not yep, to. Yep. Um, know when to run. The situational running, as far as when when bunts are down, when bunts get popped up in the air, that that in front of a pitch, the pitcher spot is going to be great for a playoff run. So yep. I'm just I'm just going to enjoy this series just uh, this weekend and. Hopefully we're talking about some more Brewers wins this weekend. Big time, Nate. Always, always a pleasure. Good stuff. I uh, I was at dinner last night uh, with the off off night uh, with my mother, and so it's just her and I at a restaurant in, in Racine. And she's like, uh, "I'm like, Ma, what do you what do you think about the Brewers, man? They're having a great year." And she's like, "I don't know. It's just baseball. It's just so it's it's just slow and boring." I'm like, "Ma." It's like Christmas every night right now. Keep in mind, folks, we're talking about a woman that in 2018. I love you too. 2011. She would call this show and say, Tim, what a great game it was tonight. Did you see? Okay, see how it goes? So everybody isn't on board yet. And that's the thing. And Nate, I'm not picking on you. But you had said to see how the Brewers measure up. This is where it needs to flip. The other teams need to see where they measure up against the Milwaukee Brewers. They're a really good baseball team. Guys, they are. They just are. We, we uh, sometimes lean a little bit on the negative a little bit when it's our, when it's our own team. But they're a good baseball team. I think other teams need to start thinking about this and and they will 
in in the matter of a month or so, like, man, I, what, what are we going to do to neutralize that Woody Burns Peralta thing they got going? I don't know. That's going to be a, a tough. That's that's a tough customer. A five game set and three of those games, the front three are Woody Burns and Peralta. You're in that series. We need to think like that now. Let's go to seven nine nine twelve fifty. We'll go to Racine. Speaking of which, let's go to Brad. Brad, you're on the fan. What's up, Tim? I don't know if you remember me, but I uh, I take off with you one time, you know, and I'm a good golfer, so I had a hole-in-one today at Strawberry Creek. Oh, nicely but, done, Brad. Way to go, dude. Dude, I was just, like, on fire today. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, man, so nice. I came home and watched the game. Right? I still yep. think the Brewers need to play small ball at certain times, like in the 10th inning. You know, you mm-hmm. got a guy at second, but I'm over, you know. Well, the bunning over wouldn't have worked today. No, it wouldn't work. But the, I, but my best buddy sat there and goes, well, because this is that and that, it was counted as somebody get a base hit, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I can bunt, okay? So, yeah. So anyway, so I, um, so I want, really quickly, I want Ryan Braun back. You do? Okay, so do I. I think he's I a great fit. I want Ryan Ryan brought him back because he's a gentleman. I forgave him for everything he's done yeah. in the clubhouse. Right? Yeah. Just to be a pitch hitter. I want to celebrate that, with you, you Brad. the stadium in, at the Miller Park in that, you know how much people are going to sit there and say, oh, oh, shit, it comes right abroad. All right. Hey, Brad, I got a scoop. I got full phone lines here. Hey, great, great catching up with you. I would like to celebrate with Brad that hole-in-one tonight because he sounded like he was having fun. Uh, yeah. That was me last night. He's had a night. couple pork chops in a can, I think, tonight. <laughs> that was me last night. That It was. I'm not kidding you. I'm glad nobody called me. 799-1250. And I'm glad I didn't have to talk on the radio, too. 799-1250. Uh, where are we going, Mitch? Okay. Leaving American Family Field. Go to Ryan. Uh, you're on the fan. What's going on? Hey, Tim. Uh, great game to be at tonight. Uh, it was really hot inside, um, but the Brewers' bats came alive in the 10th. And like Brian Anderson, I think, said on the call, the legend of Rowdy Telez uh, continues. I told uh, I told my friend Beer Count Kenny, I don't know about his buddy uh, Vogelbach making it back up, back up to the big leagues now with Rowdy's surgeons here in the last week. So the Brewers are definitely going to have some tough roster moves uh coming up here in a few weeks if they can get off the COVID uh, protocol. Hey, you know what? When it does rain and it's it's summertime and it's a little hot and humid and the winds and the rain come in and they button up American Family Field, it does get pretty toasty in there, guys. It does. And and they open up the panels, though, once that rain moved through. Yeah, and um, I'm glad they came out with the wind, too. There was definitely a lot of Cubs fans there. Um, I don't know if anybody's called in about that, but they were cheering for their guy, Chris Bryant. Um, but oh, I saw, I saw, I saw a couple odd jerseys tonight. I saw an Xavier Cedeno Brewers jersey, and I saw a John Luer Cavaliers jersey. So, <laughs> oh, can you believe that? I love that. I love those random obscure jerseys. I, I just do once in a while. They point them out on the radio or the TV. Uh, we'll show them uh, around the stands, and e- even on the road, they'll show some of these obscure jerseys. But Man, it, it had to be rocking the legend of Rowdy Telez. Wow, exactly. Just... And Brent Suter, his 11th win. We talk about how Woodruff sometimes can't get the run support. 
Well, Woodrow, uh, Brent Suter came in the tent, did a great job, and the rest is history. A great you know what? To start off the series. He uh, there's there's still fifty some games left. Thanks for the call. There's still fifty some games left. You know, a reliever has been known to just in the right circumstances to in a fifty game run grab six wins, five wins. I mean, look at the number of wins. I noticed that too, uh, Ryan. That um, I was reading uh, last night. That wow, I didn't realize Suter ten wins. Are you kidding? Now, the fact that they use Brent Suter tonight, they're going to have to do something about a starter here. First of all, they were in a six-man rotation. And of those six, two of them in the last 48 hours have been added to the COVID list. That's Hauser and Lauer. You're down to four. So even if you want to go back to six, you add two. You you want to go back to five. um, You're going to have to find a starter somewhere. And I thought... Maybe if they can get through this weekend without, you know, a bunch of Brent Suter, maybe he goes on Monday or Tuesday in Chicago. And then I thought, ooh, I don't know about that. They need every bit of help in that bullpen that they can muster up. Brent Suter has been elevated to some higher leverage situations here. He's no longer, for now, without Cousins, without Hater, for now, you're going to see Suter in some uh, pretty big-time situations. You saw it tonight. And I think he was one of the unsung heroes in this baseball game. We talk about Corbin Burns, seven innings of one run. We talk about Rowdy Telez. talk about Avi Garcia with the solo home run. Let's not forget about Suter with a man on second base in the 10th inning against the San Francisco Giants. A veteran-laden team knows how to put the ball in play. Runner on second, nobody out in the 10th inning. Oh, man. That's huge. This was a playoff game. And Brewers are celebrating a 2-1 to one victory, 799-1250. Also, uh, we'll get into this a little bit more as we move along here. Christian Yelich uh, more than likely going to be activated tomorrow. I'll give you the reason why he should be popped right back into the 2 or 3 hole. I don't think he should be moved down. I'm hearing some ground swell and checking out social media of, hey, when Yelich come back, don't upset this, this offense here. They're getting the job done. You know, move him down a little bit. Let him work his way back up the order. I completely disagree, and I'll tell you why. It doesn't mean I'm right. I'll just give you, give you my thoughts on that. Where would you back Christian Yelich in tomorrow's lineup? 799-1250. Brewers win. The legend of Rowdy Telez continues a walk-off. Bottom of the 10th hit for a Brewers 2-1 victory. 66 wins on the campaign now. And by the way, the best record in the National League, the San Francisco Giants, they're sitting at 69. Just saying, Brewers, they have a shot possibly if this continues. Dare I say it, to have the best record in the National League? We'll take that. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Two to one, Brewers in 10 innings. They take game one of this three-game set. We're continuing to get your reaction here. 
as uh, as the Brewers uh, again flexing a little of their muscle. I mean, a good test. I think it's a good test series for both teams, not just one. This isn't a test for the Brewers. It's a test for the Giants, too. And I'll tell you, the, the, the more, and they're going to be seeing these Giants. So this is one of, I, I believe they have seven total against the Giants remaining, and this is one of those seven. Um, in, in doing a little studying on this Giants team, and, and they're getting a lot of love, and I, I get it. You know, the best record in, in, in uh, baseball, for sure, they should. But uh, a veteran-laden team like this, I uh, would not be surprised if they tail off a little bit, some of these guys are going way out kicking their the back of their baseball card. And so just keep your eyes on that too. So uh, from the uh, a national message, a message to the national guys, hey, let's, let's lay off the love on the San Francisco Giants. Let's just hold off here just a little bit more. There's 50-plus games left. And uh, the Brewers themselves, uh, people need to start – uh, dialing in how they match up against the Brewers because they're tough. They are tough. And I think we're all becoming to realize that as the days go by. It's uh, beginning to look a lot like Christmas. 22 games over 500, 66 and 44, maintaining a seven game lead in the National League Central and just three games off the best record in baseball. There's something to that. There, there is. All right, 799-1250. We're going to hear from Rowdy Telez. Had the walk-off in the bottom of the 10th tonight. Let's continue to get your reaction. Let's go to Marshall. Marshall, you're next on the fan. Well, good evening, Tim. Uh, thank you, as always, for you guys having me on. And I just want to give a little plug to old CJ, uh, pal. I'm glad you're back uh, talking once in a while. I hope you and your family are doing great. It's been a long time, way too long. I remember the days well back in the day. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Tremendous win, great win tonight. Um, and I kept thinking if we just keep holding them, yep. boy, I wanted some runs earlier, but I knew coming in, guys, this was going to be a 2-1, 3-2 type game. You just, you it just was written all over it. And we have to remember, uh, we're playing a terrific team. I know that Yastrzemski took a, another big hit from old Rowdy away, and Brian had a great play at third. I mean, I told my brother he looks like Brooks Robinson. Yeah, I'm looking dating myself a bit, but yeah. still one of the greatest third basemen ever play. And um, that play that Brooks Brooks Robinson would make that play going to his right in foul territory is so classic. I yep. think a lot of people, a lot of young baseball players, should take a look at some of his highlights. And Brian has clearly got some of that ability. I mean, the guy is just incredible talent and. Uh, but we overcame it. I kept saying if our pitching hangs in there, and it did, I felt when we when when Suter mowed him down in the top of the tenth, uh, I said at that point we're winning this baseball game. And yep. uh, then t- then Tellez comes up and delivers, and I've got to Chris Bermanize his name there, Tim and Mitch. How about how about Rowdy Roddy Tellez? You know, there you go. God God rest his soul, a great wrestler, and now. But Telez does it on the old diamond. And uh, my brother even said to me, it, it reminds him of Bobby Portis, what Portis was to the Bucks. And let's just keep it going, guys. Uh, we could be we could be having a very special year in this state right now. Oh, and let's, my goodness. Let's, yes. let's keep it going while, while she's given to us. And uh, 
I keep telling people, let's get a World Series and maybe later a Super Bowl up uh, 90 miles to the north of us. So, yeah, you know, it could be a real special year, and uh, and let's just keep it going, keep the train going. But I think realistically, guys, I've got the Brewers. I hope we win tomorrow, but I'm going two out of three. I just Something tells me it's going to come down to Sunday and uh, the showdown at high noon on Sunday. But, boy, I'd love to have the Series won tomorrow if possible, though. Big time. Marshall, always a Thank pleasure, you, man. Been, been talking to him all the way back uh, in, into the early to mid-90s uh, in this market. That's, uh, that's cool. I appreciate that. 799-1250, leaving American Family Field. His name is Peter, and he felt the need to call the fan. Hello, Peter. What's up, guys? How we doing? More important how you are. I'm doing great. I, I just leave an AmFam, you know, it was quite a night you know the the bats were hot and so was the stadium if i tell you uh, <laughs> that's what i'm hearing it was toasty in there yeah it was hot i was sweating my my buddies were sweating it was my buddy's birthday adam fisher i want to give him a shout out uh you know he turned 19 today so he's uh there he's a go. big boy now just like bobby telez let me tell you jeez uh wow. he's a stud he is a big boy um, but let me tell you, one of you guys said it's looking a lot like Christmas. I'm starting to agree, other than that temperature. But uh, let me tell you, this uh, Christian Yelts guy, I think he sort of thinks himself a little bit with this relax Roxanne thing. You know, mm-hmm. I think back to the days where he, he sent that tweet, and all of a sudden, you know, he's getting hurt, and you now he's got COVID. You know, maybe him and Roger should have stayed uh, you know, at, at their houses in Cali rather than going to that game, you know? Well, he did pick up a guitar during quarantine, so I can appreciate that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I just want him to, you know, continue to swing the bat hard and be confident, and, you know, hopefully something good will happen. But, you know, yep. you never know. You think about the Brewers now, too. You, they got all these guys with, with COVID. Who are they going to bring up? You know, who's going to be their pitcher against the Cubs? Well, they're going to get through it, and, and that's the thing. Peter, thank, thanks for the call. Call anytime. We'll talk some Brewers baseball. That, that's the thing. We're at the start of them coming back from COVID. See, that's the thing. You know, yeah, th- there's more than just a handful here. There's, uh, I, I think, all told nine. But you're at the front end of the return of these players. And it just amazes and boggles your mind to think about what the team would look like if given health, both physically and COVID. You know, when you, when you look at, you know, hamstrings and shoulders and, and things like that. And, and then you, you clear from the COVID protocols. Like Christian Yelich. But let's start with the bullpen. You know, think about, now I believe John Curtis is good. I know he hasn't started out his, his Brewer tenure here. Uh, with some stellar performances, but he's good coming in with a two and a half ERA, three and one mark. That's a good bullpen arm. That's that's a really good bullpen arm in thirty five appearances. That's a, more than just a couple. Okay, so if you activate the Josh Hader, the Jake Cousins, Gustave's been doing quietly very well. Hunter Strickland been really good in a Brewers uniform. And as I said, Cousins, now you couple that with Suter, Box, and Williams, and Curtis. Now that, to me, is a really deep bullpen. When you're you're not asked too much here, you're not dealing with Sean Markham's. 
that after four and two-thirds in a clutch game, you're going to have to go get. Or a Jeff Supon or whoever it might be. You're, You're dealing with studs. And now you go more on matchups than anything else. Let's get this bullpen back to healthier. Now let's get to Christian Yelich. Here's my thoughts on this. The reward is so freaking high that you have to put him back at two and three. I understand the numbers. I understand the July has not been good. It's been worse than he's been doing prior to that. The on-base percentage is still more than respectable at 380. I think 382 or whatever it is. But think of the reward if he does get it going. You've got to put him back in that situation for the potential to do that. It's, it's a dice roll. But it's not, it's not like you're asking to win the lottery either. You're asking Christian Yelich to get a little different mindset and join the party. Not to say, well, it's baseball. It's baseball. I suck, guys. I really suck. I wanted to wring my kid's neck as he was climbing the ranks. Going into college when he was giving me that nonsense. Stop with that. That's not how you play baseball, Christian. You don't say you suck. Let us do that (laughs) if it's warranted. But I think the reward, if he gets going, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Look at the lineup. With Colton Wong, Adamas, Omar, Avi, Escobar, Telez, and Yelich. There are seven of your eight players. And, oh, by the way, there's Lorenzo Cain in there, too. There's your eight. Think about that. That's why you have to do this. Two or three Pop him right back in there and say, hey, join the party. Give him, give him a party hat. Drop a beer in his hand after the game, after a big win like tonight, and say, let's roll. Let's roll and get this thing done. That's why you've got to do that. All right, let's go to Jason. Jason, you're next on the fan. What's happening, Jason? Tim, you actually hit exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, Gallus has got to get back into the two or three hole no matter what when he gets back into the lineup. He said he's coming back tomorrow, right? It looks more than likely he's back in and, and on a field tomorrow, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, 381 on base percentage. It's, um, yeah, it, it, it's no matter what, you got to get him back into that top of the top of the order spot. Um I don't know what to say. This team was 17, 18 games over the 500 mark with him batting in that in that area, and he's you get him back in there, it's going to be perfect. You know, Jason, gonna... another 30 games, 40 games, okay, if, if, you know, things aren't improving at all, okay, then you can deal with it then. But right now, now's the time to do it. They're winning. They're 22 over 500. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you have Rowdy hitting hot. It's fantastic watching him doing what he's doing. Stearns continues somehow, regardless of how much I personally want to see the top prospects get traded for the Trevor stories of the world or whoever else who's whoever else's hot name of the world. He continues to keep the top prospects on the, in, in the, on the farm system, it's it's fantastic to see what he does, and I really just I don't know. It's I'm very surprised to see how well they're doing yet right now, but um, with with COVID and everything else, we'll we'll 
we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I I kind of lost my train of thought. To be totally no, honest. the timing, Jason. The USA game. To be, <laughs> yeah. To be totally the, the, honest, we got ten seconds left in the uh, three point game. So. Oh boy. I, okay. Kind of lost my train of thought. No, you're all right. You're all right. But call call anytime. We'll talk some Brewers yeah, no baseball. Problem. Thanks, Tim. Have a great night. Let's go. You you got it. Um. That's that's the thing here. The timing of all this as they get reinforcements back on the field, that is it might be, you know, not just the way they're playing and winning baseball games, but the the prognosis of these guys getting back on the field and in full force. I mean, the timing of that couldn't may not be any better than it could possibly be. It's it's pretty crazy. Rowdy Telez little bit of a a, 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 a hero here and, and a legend as uh, Brian Anderson uh, had on the call today. Uh, let's hear a couple of words from Rowdy Telez. And again, uh, while you're listening to Rowdy, you know, you think about some of the numbers here, 340 heading into this game as, um, you know, just out of nowhere. You know, you get Trevor Richards in the Adamas deal. You flip him with a minor leaguer for Rowdy uh, Telez and he takes off and, and it doesn't look like he's looking back at all. And and we'll see. But think think about you know Travis Shaw, and think about Daniel Vogelback, and think about some of these guys because they do have tough decisions. You just got to let this guy roll. And Roland, he is. He's been a big part of the Brewers' recent success. Here's the Brewers' first baseman after the walk-off hit. Uh, it's huge. It just shows you uh, how many players we have that contribute and how deep this team is. You know, we have. Uh, Open arms. We have uh, uh, Christian Yelich. We have our all-star uh, best closer in baseball, Josh Hader. Out. We have our some of our rotation. You know, we have we have guys. We have huge guys. Everybody's huge. But it just shows you how deep this team is, and and the will to wins there. It's not like we get knocked down with each guy. I mean, yeah, it's it stinks that we don't have these guys with us. But um, you know, we're here to win. We're a good team, and we have longevity throughout our entire. Uh, you know, organization. I haven't been here long, but guys have came up um, and contributed in massive ways just in my short time here too. Rowdy, what's your approach in that at bat there in the tenth inning? Just try and move the runner over. To be honest, I mean, um, you know, get a good pitch to handle. Um, looking for something that was closer to me so I could pull it, and um, you know, I ended up missing that slider, but. Uh, you know, into a two-strike mode, just trying to fight it off and snuck one down the line and got the job done. So, um, you know, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, but, uh, you know, like like Sudi said, it's it starts with the pitching. Um, Burnsy came in and shut it down. Um, Bullpen came in, shut it down, kept it uh, a tie ball game, and we were able to capitalize. Right down the line there, did you know it was fair as soon as you hit it, or was there any concern about maybe – Curling a little bit. No, nah, it was a fair ball. It was way fair. I wasn't even worried about it, not one bit. As soon as I hit it, I I was just making sure that um, Avi was going to get there. Um, probably should have done a better job running the bases, but, um, you know, I figured he was going to get there. It was down the line, and um, he's got a good speed, so wasn't too worried. Rowdy, you guys are obviously, uh, you know, focused on, you know, the game ahead of you, but – when you're looking at uh, the Giants coming into this series, do you, do you look at this as a possible statement series for you guys with them being the best in the NL record-wise? Um, I think we're just looking to take each game, game by game. Uh, I don't think 
we're too caught up in what's going on. Um, yeah, of course we know that they're the top team in the NL, but um, we think we're the we're the best team in the NL too. So uh, records may show otherwise, but uh, if you go out there and you play hard and and you get the W's, take two out of three, three out of three, then um, you know it just shows like uh, we're here. So I don't think uh, we were too worried about that. You know, they have they have bats, they have arms. We have bats, we have arms. You know, it, it's it just all comes down to who uh, is more timely. And I think, um, you know, the way we've been playing, uh, we're delivering in good moments, everybody up and down the lineup and starting it out of the bullpen. Roddy, after watching Corbin Burns a couple of times, what impressed you most? You know, the stuff obviously stands out, but, but when you watch him pitch, what do you like the most? Um. He's very, uh, he's very locked in the entire time. You know, um, I don't mind showing emotion. I don't mind being frustrated. I don't mind those things because uh, he's a gamer. He's a guy that's going to get on the mound. He's going to give you everything he's got. Um, you know, he showed, uh, he showed me a lot when we were in Atlanta, got down early, um, and he stayed in the game, and he shut it down, and we were able to come back and, and win. So, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that's always going to give you everything you got. So, um, He's just, he's wonderful to play behind. Uh, he's a great teammate. He's just one of those guys that you can depend on every fifth day. Look like you're Rowdy, um, Andy Haynes has talked about you having a more aggressive approach here. Can you, can you describe what has gone into that and how that has led to the results you're getting? Um, for me, it's just hitting, like wanting to hit again, being a good hitter, not looking um, to walk as much. Um, I just want to do damage, you know, but a lot of that comes back to um, playing every day. You know, counts is essentially giving me the keys to a car and said, hey, just go drive, you know, let me play. Um, and that gives me huge confidence. You know, he hasn't sat there and said, hey, the job's yours. And he hasn't sat there, we're going to play every day. He hasn't said to me that uh, I'm going to hit in a certain spot in the lineup, but um, he instills confidence in me. You know, just it, it's it's great to be here. He's an awesome leader, awesome manager. Um I heard he got his 500th career win today and he's from here. So uh, super, super happy for counts to, to do that in front of his home crowd and the place that he grew up in. You know, I know everybody's proud of him. Um, I only have a month with him and he is, is uh, awesome. You know, he, he works hard. He loves the game. He's super intelligent. Um, really just a baseball savant. He just understands the game and he's just, a, he's a good person too. That's, I think what it comes down to is he relates to the players and he's a good person. Did you get to see you had that what looked like was going to be an extra base hit when Yastrzemski made that diving catch at the wall? Did you see were able to see any of that, or what was your vantage point there? Yeah, I mean, I was trying not to lose it, but yeah, I saw a great play. Um, you know, he might have taken a taken a shot, but you know, that's all that really uh, really matters. You made the play, and we had to move on. And um, you know, nobody's really going to remember that after today. So. Hopefully yeah, I don't remember a, it either. There's a good dude right there. Yeah, I was trying not to lose it. <laughs> yes, Trevsky. Hey, you, you and me both, Rowdy. You and me both. That's just crazy. Well, that's good baseball team. So are the Brewers. And, and I loved what he said in there, guys. That's been my point here for a while. And that is we think we're the best team in the National League, too. But we're not used to that sometimes. In, in the state of Wisconsin here, we're used to the, the little engine that could. And, boy, these guys, are, these, these, these guys, wow, they're really, aren't the Brewers doing good? No, it's time to flex a little muscle here. They're a really good baseball team. 
and it's it's a pleasure to watch on a regular basis. I'll tell you that. He mentioned Craig Council his 500th career victory. That's pretty impressive. He stepped into this job in May of uh, 2015. I mean, think about that. 500? It's a pretty good clip. All right, we'll take a break here from Craig Council next here at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with our friends at Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Two to one final. Brewers take game one of this big three game set against the San Francisco Giants. And uh, as uh, expected, a playoff type game. This is, uh, again, we were talking about this uh, back in April and May. And, you know, these things, uh, that type of baseball back then. Now, part of it was due to the lack of offense, but a lot of those games were two zip, two one, three two, four three type games. That's exactly what playoff games are. And I, I recall having our conversations on, on this show about, uh, you know, that's going to come in handy, playing these games super close and sort of hanging on every pitch kind of uh, matchups. And that's, that's what this was here. And once in a while, a game is going to get sideways on you. We, we all understand that. But uh, two of the best going at it uh, in today's ball game, two to one. Uh, the final in uh, 10 innings and uh, Craig council gets, um, gets his uh, 500th victory here. I uh, I'm pretty impressed. And and those of you that are not big Craig council fans, I I guess uh, the way to look at it, uh, are you not a fan of his overall success or are you just not a fan of some of his decisions? Because if it's you're not a fan of some of his decisions, I'm right there with you. Like today, Manny Pena had a bat in his hand with the game on the line for Omar Narvaez because it was a lefty-lefty matchup. Yet Rowdy Telez can go lefty-lefty. See what I'm saying here? At the end of the day, it's still Manny Pena versus Omar Narvaez. I just, I, I was scratching my head on that call. So that's okay to question certain calls uh, and certain moves and certain lineups and certain, uh, you know, situations that Craig Council has uh, obvious bearing on the decision, but it's okay to disagree with some of it. It doesn't mean you dislike him overall because you can't argue with his success. You just can't. And that's why uh, I think he's a, uh, certainly a player's manager. I, I have heard... Really not one player uh, on the record or off the record. And I do talk to players, former players, um, you know, about, about their situations. And this is all off the record. I have not one time heard disparaging remarks about Craig Council. Just, just giving you, you know, my experience with, with talking to players, uh, current and former, and, and retired, and not in the game anymore. Never, not one time has someone taken a pop at Craig Council. 
They've taken pops at other folks, which I've you know got to keep off the record, but never about Craig Council. I think uh, overall he's going to win a World Series in Milwaukee, and it could be this year, guys. The the more the calendar flips and keeps clicking through, and we got another week here, and uh, we're we're a week into August now. Gosh, it's going by so quick that you can continue to pinch yourself to say that you know what they do have a shot here. And they're going to get nothing but better in terms of health. Now, does that equate to more winning? Well, we're going to find out. It should. 22 games over 500, two to one victory tonight. Here's Craig Council after the game. Well, I mean, anytime your starter gives you, gives you a performance like that, it, it puts you in really good shape. Um, so, you know, he, he was just on top of his game tonight, I thought, more than anything. Um, just really with curveball. I thought his curveball was a big pitch tonight. Um, landed his curveball a whole bunch, and you know you you get seven innings from your starter, you're you're set up pretty good to to get through the rest of the game, and and that's what he did. It was it was really well pitched game on both sides. Webb Webb pitched really well as well. Um, but you know, I mean, our, our, where our bullpen's at right now, obviously, it's you know the the, the more innings we can get from our our, our guys there, it's 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 going to help us out. Craig, it hasn't taken long for Rowdy to uh, kind of reach folk hero status in town, has it? Well, he's playing, you know, he's swinging the bat exceptionally well. I mean, he's, the big hits have started the last couple of days, but um, he, he's just, he's a dangerous, dangerous at bat. Um, and he swung the bat great tonight. Shramsky made an incredible play, just missed a home run also. So just having good at bats. Um and it's, you know, it's credit to, to David and his guys for recognizing a player that was, um, you know, maybe being a little in a, in a tough spot in another organization and, and ready to blossom in another, in, in our organization. I know you've been able to use your high leverage relievers these last two games, but just how big has it been the way Suter, Williams, Boxberg have kind of delivered these last two games? Considering yeah, I mean, it, options? yeah, well, it's, you know, it's one thing to, to, to use them and then the, how they've pitched, you know, has, has been really good too. So they, they've, the, the inning suitor put up there when you start out with a guy on second is, um, you know, that's a big inning and box went through their, you know, the meat of their order. Um, and Devin's been really crisp the last two times out. So, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have to use different guys here, but, um, you know, they've, they've delivered in big spots and got us two wins the last two nights or two out of the last three nights. Orban's uh, strikeout numbers were down, but his stuff looked pretty nasty. I mean, he's breaking a lot of bats tonight from your vantage point. Is that, you know, was that some of the nastier stuff you thought he had this season? Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. Uh, this, is a, this is a tough offense. They, they do put the ball in play. Um, so, you know, you expect strikeouts to be down a little bit, but he, you're right, the bats, there weren't a lot of hard, there wasn't a lot of hard contact. Um, and it's... You know, we're going through a team that hasn't seen him really, um, seen him very, very little of them. Um, and I think that's helpful too. I think it's helpful for, for a guy like Devin as well, Suter, um, you know, getting getting out of the division a little bit and some guys that we haven't seen him. So, um, but but Corbin was, he was nasty tonight for sure. We That's the first thing we said after the game is that was, that was some nasty stuff from Corbin. Craig, it was also a season high for him with curveballs. Do you think that was part of the plan to keep them off balance or maybe just how the night went? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little. He was just landing it so much. He had good, great feel for it tonight. So, um, yeah, I, I think with all guys, with guys like guy like Corbin, you know, you go into a game and he's got enough weapons. To, but when you get one that's really working well, um, you know, it, it's you're going to go to it. And so he felt really good with it tonight. So we probably called it a little more than usual. But it's kind of a product of it being such a good pitch tonight. Greg, since this whole COVID stuff started, your your team is still winning games at a very high clip. What, what do you what are you learning about your team during this stretch, these last eleven days or so? I think it's it that there's a there's a focus here on on the task at hand. Um, you know. It, it's it's something that's on everybody's mind. It it, it has to be, um, and it's 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 more than a distraction. That's not the right word for it. Um, but I think when the game starts, we've been able to put it behind us and um, and enjoy being together, enjoy playing together, enjoy winning together. Um, and so in that sense, it's you know it, the game is a little bit of the distraction from what's going on, and, and it's. The guys have stayed focused on winning, um, and, it, and it's because they enjoy doing it together. Um, and, and so it's it's great. It's been great to see. Craig, I know growing up around here, you know, the hometown guy and everything, you have a real appreciation for the franchise and the history and everything. Do, you know, what what does the 500 wins mean to you when you when you think about the guys who managed in this franchise, like Harvey Keen, George Bamberger, you know, Ned, all that? What, what does it mean to you? Well, it's, it's, it's the same thing that I'll, I'll tell you the first day that I, that I was got the opportunity is that I, I see this as a real responsibility. Um, I feel responsible for the, for baseball in this city. Um, I, I'm, I'm grateful that I've gotten that opportunity. Um, grateful that I've been able to kind of take that ride, um, and, and be a part of it. So more than anything, I still enjoy that. That's the, that's the part of it that I still love and, and enjoy is, is having that responsibility um, in, in this city, in the city I grew up in and the, for the team that I grew up rooting for and got to play for. So um, that's still where I think about it. It's, it's, an, it's a cool number, um, not much more than that, but I, I still think about, um, you know, the opportunity that I've received to, to be able to manage the team. Pretty strong words from Craig Council right there, and I, I can appreciate that for, for sure, the responsibility part. Uh, and I've been along for the ride here with, with Brewers baseball, and like a lot of you guys, forever. And the one thing that caught my ear when Craig Council did get this responsibility, he, he came just shy of calling it a job. I, I think it's, uh, it's less... <laughs> It's it's not a job for him. This is this is cool for Craig Council. By the way, Craig Council right about now is uh, on his ride home. So, Craig, uh, let me just say that I uh, I totally disagree with your Manny Pena for Omar Narvaez. You got to let that dude go after lefties once in a while. Um, he's he's a far superior hitter than Manny Pena is any day of the week. So give him a shot once in a while against lefties. Uh, you did JBJ, so give Omar that shot too. So that that's just saying. But congratulations on 500 wins. The, one of the things that he said when he got this this gig, if you will, was that he cares about the logo, and that 
struck me when uh, back in, in uh, 2015 when he said that. There were other things in that uh, initial press conference, you know, we're going to be uh, connected, we're going we're gonna to play, you know, we're going to be better teammates, I, th- I think was one of his things. And we see how chemistry can equate to winning for sure. But when he said he cared about the logo, that to me hooked me. Because there's more of a responsibility when you say you have territorial rights on, on a logo like that. He actually genuinely cares about the Milwaukee Brewers organization for sure. No, no doubt about that. All right, uh, they take game one. It's a, a three-game set over the weekend. It's game two tomorrow. We'll uh, preview that matchup next here on The Fan. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Two to one, Brewers get a 10-inning victory to take game one of this three-game set. And uh, I just want to make mention before we get to uh, our preview here, before we're out tonight, I'll be... Reminding you a couple of times throughout the next few weeks that uh, the Kenosha Kingfish just announced uh, an event that they're doing uh, later on this month. Uh, in fact, three weeks from tonight, It'll be the 27th and 28th. They're calling it Legends Weekend. Mitch, uh, Mitch Ross in here. Uh, Mitch, I don't know if you, you heard about this yet, but it is a home run derby. Now, a few years ago, they did the Northwoods League uh, All-Star Game uh, down in Kenosha, and they did a home run derby into the drink, into the harbor. Okay. So they're doing that again, only this time they're inviting some uh, pretty potent bats into that home run derby. So Is there a certain Northern Illinois alum that, uh, that might well, be in yeah, there? No, he, yeah, he's involved. I'll get to that in a second. But um, they're inviting uh, Jeff Jenkins will be there. Bill Hall oh, will wow. be there. Jeff Cirillo will be there. Pulling out the big guns. Ho- uh, over the weekend, Jose Canseco will be there. Paul wow. Molitor will be there. Raleigh Fingers will be there. Okay, all of these players. and So Friday night is a uh, home run derby uh, into the harbor in Kenosha. Looking forward to that. And then the next day, a celebrity softball game, which is uh, going to be a lot of fun at uh, historic Simmons Field. So, and, and guys, I'm not paid to sell tickets. I'm just telling you, any anytime there are uh, former Brewer players, also not just Brewers, Monte Ball will be there. Uh, Mike McKenzie, former Green Bay Packer, uh, will be there as well. So I, I don't know if I'm getting all the names. This is off the top of my head, but big-time names. Uh, involved in that Legends weekend and Kenosha Kingfish, just search it out and you'll see that uh, tickets are pretty affordable, 15, 20 bucks or something like that uh, to get involved. And uh, they invited me in there to uh, to be involved and I, I appreciate that. Anytime you have that sort of collection of Brewers alum <laughs> in the same kind of uh, area or event or whatever, yeah, I want to be involved. For sure I do. And my band's going to be playing there on Friday night, three weeks from uh, tonight at the the Home Run Derby. So uh, if you're looking for some classic rock and some old brewers, and we'll have a great time there. So I, I needed to mention that. And I'll give you a couple of reminders uh, as we get a little bit closer. Yeah, and pinch hitting for me will be uh, my son. So 
they they wanted me to get in the the, the celebrity softball game, and I'm like, ah, eh, you can't I'm on you the, can't ruin that beautiful face, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the injured list. I mean, come on, I, with with the injured list, uh, you know, earlier this year for the for the Brewers, yeah, it fits right in. So. Pinch hitting for Tim Allen will be. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Okay, um, game two of this three-game set over the weekend. It's a uh, 6-10 first pitch. After the last pitch, you guys make the switch. We'll meet you right here. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Brandon Woodruff on the hill for the crew and do something special, Brandon. Mitch, that matchup. Yeah, Brandon Woodruff, seven and six on the year, which is kind of underwhelming, I guess. It's but a little a, weird. Yeah. But a, but a 226 ERA, a 0.88 wow. whip, which is a great stat. Fantastic stat. He is, uh, yeah, seven and six on the year. You know, obviously keep it rolling tomorrow. Aaron Sanchez going for the San Francisco Giants, just 33 innings pitched on the year. He's one and one with a 2.97 ERA. So been, uh, Somewhat successful in his in his uh, short time with the Giants this year. Anthony DiSclefani, I think, was the scheduled starter a couple of days ago. He goes on the IL uh, the other mm-hmm. day for the Giants. So it is Aaron Sanchez tomorrow. And really, uh, I'm, I'm let's cross our fingers that Woody's going to have a good performance, and not just for the game. I think it's for the message that is sent not only to the Giants but the rest of baseball. That you know, you you go at. Now, best record in baseball just went at Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, and they got shut down. So that's that's one of the – I mean, the win is great. Uh, don't get me wrong. That's the end-all, be-all. But I also would like that message sent around baseball that, you know, these, good, these guys are good, uh, these guys are viable, they're legitimate, and they're a handful. And that continues. 66-44, and 44, the high-water mark, it just – Continues to look a lot like Christmas here. The high water mark, so plenty. 22 games over 500 and putting a little bit of a dent in the dog days of summer as the Brewers win tonight 2 to 1, the final in 10 innings. Uh, Rowdy Telez, the uh, folk hero now, the latest story here, the storyline. And uh, maybe it's a, a different hero tomorrow night and possibly Christian Yelich. So let's talk about that after the last pitch tomorrow as you make the switch. For Mayor Mitch, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great rest of your night. And remember, as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.